Welcome to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Claudio and Steve will share their business and life experience to help you grow your business and improve your life. Here's Claudio and Steve. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. I'm Claudio Relsano. And I'm Steve Mancini. Thank you all for tuning in again. We appreciate it. Don't forget about our, our other show, Italian Impact Weekly, which you can catch on italianimpactweekly.com and crsmmedia.com. If you're looking to have a sponsorship uh, with our shows, go to crsmmedia.com and uh, connect with us and we'll try to help you out. We have a very, very special guest today. He is the principal owner of Draft Nation, a company that I know all of you have heard of and you're going to hear a lot more of, and that is Mr. Joe Kuklis. Joe, thank you for being on the show. Hey, Claudio, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, Nice to meet you. Looking forward to our chat. Thanks, Joe. We look forward to this as well. All right, Joe. Now, tell our audience first. We'd like to let everybody know, uh, kind of paint a picture. We'll we'll use that phrase a lot, but paint a picture of uh, where you're from and what did you do prior to Draft Nation? Yeah, sure. So I'm a Baldwin guy. So I grew up born and bred Pittsburgh. Our producer, Uh, Joe Hale, is from Baldwin as well. You just lit his face up. He's smiling like crazy. Well, well, he is a a gentleman and a scholar, and I'm glad (laughs) to know him. So, yeah. Uh, and prior to that, I was I well, I've done a number of things. I've been uh, for the most part a serial entrepreneur. So I, I owned a couple of businesses that were related to government affairs, which included working with the defense and technology industries in D.C. and a handful of other states, uh, representing my clients' interests on the Hill with Congress, sometimes with the White House, and oftentimes with the Pentagon, uh, related to the development of technology for research and development projects that the federal government wanted to fund. Uh, to provide for the common defense and promote the general welfare. Uh, and then I sold those companies uh, and started a handful of others. During COVID, I, my most recent company was a, a company called Excalibur Communications. And that's where I tucked my authorship into. I write uh, fantasy adventure novels. And as part of that, I've got a, uh, uh, a handful of, of items going on there. But Draft Nation uh, was a... Um, was supposed to be a, a uh, you know, a, a kind of a sports blog and sort of a friendly. And all of a sudden, I think my serial entrepreneurship just sort of picked it up and ran with it. So, but I'll I'll stop there. I know you asked what I did before, so I won't get into this <laughs> until you're ready for that. But no, sure, uh, I appreciate that. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, now when did Draft Four One uh, Draft Four One Two Draft Nation get started, and why? So we started it last September. Uh, a handful of us draft nicks got together uh and i had started draft 412 as i mentioned earlier in the hopes that it would be sort of a, a local sports blog i wanted to do something for draft fans uh in the area and i ran into a guy from brentwood um and your producer probably won't like that name because we were big rivals back in the day but <laughs> the space uh, is not lit john up now Toth, yeah yeah john, john Toth, who is our editor-in-chief went to baldwin so, uh, you know, so even though he lives in Brentwood, we forgave him for going over to the dark side. But he uh, uh, he had a company called Sports Bibles Draft Guide, and we took the two and merged them together. Uh, and then my friend Dave Finoli, uh, who is the premier Pittsburgh sports historian, and another gentleman named Emmett Mann, who covers uh, Penn State and uh, baseball, among other things. He's sort of the utility uh, knife, the Swiss Army knife for the group. <laughs> covers all four sports 
we got together and decided we were going to make a run at making this special. And so what was Draft 412 is still Draft 412, bringing hyper-focused content in an entertainment platform to its followers. So we do stuff related to news, and our articles are focused on upcoming drafts for all three sports, for the Penguins, the Pirates, and the Steelers. But we also take a look at Pitt, Penn State, and, and West Virginia. But when we found out how well this was working, one of the things that really jumped out at us, and any entrepreneur, any good businessman or woman knows what a growing market looks like, and you get that feeling sometimes when you're in the right place, riding the right wave. And the 2023 draft, if you could believe this or not, the NFL draft had an audience that weekend of 54 million people. Mm. And to put that in perspective, the Stanley Cup had 4 million people. Wow. The Major League Baseball World Series had 12, and NBA Finals had 12. So you have an event that is a sporting event with no sports being played, and they have 54 million viewers. 300,000 people travel to Kansas City to watch it live. Literally, they doubled the size of Kansas City by people just coming to sit out in an amphitheater in a field. I'm sorry, Joe, how, I mean, many, how many attended in Kansas City? 300,000. Wow. Uh, and if you look at the, the NHL draft, they they – they were up 49% in their viewership. That's a half a million more people watched the draft this year than did last year. The NBA set a record, and we haven't gotten the, the uh, MLB stuff from last month yet. We're going to get that from Sports Journal. But it, it's becoming a very, very, very popular thing to do. And so many folks out there are familiar with the drafts, but as they become more passionate about it, they need to learn more about it. We're hoping the draft nation brings scouts speak to them in a language that they can understand around the water cooler at work. Joe, what's the draw to the, to the draft? Is it, is it, is this gambling or is it just, I'm getting ready for my fantasy football? What's, what's drawing people to this? I mean, I've tried to watch, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, you know, it's, or is it just a party? That's a great question. I'm trying to wonder what's, what's the draw here. So there's a certain fan that is uh, a prosumer of sports. You know, what I mean by that is, you know, I, like there are folks out there that are, photographers and they have to buy the the best camera right or you there's someone that's a coder they have to have the best computer there are people that spend their entertainment dollars being prosumers of sports and some of that is you get ingrained in what you do and there are folks out there that just focus on looking at the pirates for example and what they've got in their prospects in the in the farm system and they get into the, the granular activities and those folks are nicknamed draftniks they like the process of finding the futures of the organizations and what that brings. And so they get excited and it's sort of their Super Bowl, right? So in effect, you get to see, especially at the NFL level with the pageantry that the NFL brings on, a, on an annual basis, you get to see a bit of a red carpet thing and who's going to be your next budding superstar for your favorite team. And so even though it's not a sporting event, it's something that's important to you. It's near and dear to your heart as someone who is a, a hyper fan of a certain organization. And there are guys like me that are just addicted to the drafts and love them. Now you mentioned fantasy sports and you mentioned gambling. Uh, both of those have become more relevant, right? So as you play fantasy football or fantasy baseball, you, you now have, you know, leagues that allow you to keep players over a period of time. They're called dynasty leagues where you're drafting players at the same time, the NFL or the Major League Baseball teams are drafting their players and adding them to your roster because you own that dynasty. Your team within your league is going to be your team as long as you're playing in it. And when you're done, people are selling those teams, right? Or when they leave a league, you know, the commissioner has to sell those teams to someone else as they join as part of that. On the gaming side, you're right. People are now betting on which teams draft which players. 
right? And so there's in the same way folks love to play March Madness and they get their brackets out and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, one person is going to win their bracket. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's fun and it keeps you involved. And it's something, let's face it, I mean, Football is is super important to our culture these days. Sure. It's the biggest sporting event. 125 million people watched the Super Bowl last year, uh, and it's in a gazillion countries. What's really sexy about this is it gives them something to do during the biggest downtime where there, where there is no football. It gives them a football fix after the Super Bowl had been gone eight, nine weeks prior to at the beginning of February. It gives them something to do. They get to watch the combine in Indianapolis, and that's sort of the unofficial kickoff of the – NFL football season and the NFL has done a good job of of really kind of promoting those athletes as their next stars and so folks are making the trek out to Indianapolis to watch guys run in shorts right and stuff like that and and Steve you're right it, it's not for everybody but it's becoming so popular that people want to figure that out because they want to know who they should draft for their fantasy their their dynasty teams or can they make if I could make a bet on it I'm going to find a way to bet on it uh, and so, and and you know, they they do have those things too. And you could bet on teams that are trading. You could bet on who goes first overall, who goes last. You know, are there you know how many trades a team makes? In the same way, you can bet uh, against the spread during a game. So, both of those things play into I think the popularity of it. Plus the fact I think the NFL has really led the four major sports in making it uh, you know an event to be at. And there's a pageantry that said that a, a little earlier to the event that. It kind of makes it sexy, and people like feel like they want to be involved in it in the same way they go to the Oscars, right? It's 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 fun, you know, for them to see the Emmys on TV or the Grammys or whatever it might be. This is the same thing for their sports team. And let's face it, in this town, you've got some pretty passionate sports players, or sport sports fans that want to be part of Steelers Nation, or you know, want you know want to be on hand when the Penguins take their next first round draft pick and whatever it might be, and just have a fun time with it. Now I want to ask something because you know you said a key word there. You said fix. And unlike the other, you know, major sporting leagues, there's just not a lot of games in football. And I kind of think that has one piece of this where they play one game a week. You know, it's 17 weeks now. I mean, it used to be less. And so, you know, the season's over fairly quickly, especially if you're not making the playoffs. And, and that's it. Now, let me ask you, though, with XFL and USFL, you know, these trying to, kind of other leagues trying to spin up around that, um, do you think there's a point where now there will be enough football that people will get saturated and those numbers will drop? Or, or do you think uh, it's just not going to happen? It's, it's the NFL, and it's, there's only 17 games, and that's it. No, I actually think they help. Uh, and in a strange kind of way, I'll, I'll point one out. Like the, the XFL had a player named Hakeem Butler who had been in the NFL uh, and was the XFL's leading receiver uh, this past year. And the Steelers picked him up. He's on their roster. Uh, they took a gamble on a guy that didn't work out in his first run in the NFL, but the XFL – allow them to have a professional outlet to hone his skills. And, and even though some of these guys, like you, you're buying a lottery ticket when you're dealing with a baseball prospect or a hockey prospect, because those guys are so young. They're right. typically 18 years old. Some of the guys that are playing college ball, like Skeens, the Pirates' first-round pick uh, this year, are older. But for the most part, the NFL players and NBA players are ready to go the day that they're drafted. A guy like Hakeem Butler got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, didn't do as well, had a chance to hone his skill somewhere else and came back. That is just as important to us. We wrote an article about him. So we're not writing just about drafts. We're writing about the salary cap implications of certain players next year and how that will affect the Steelers' strategy for the draft. Injuries, retirements, 
trades. Like last year, they made a trade to Chase Claypool. It turned out to be the number one pick in the second round, and that turned into Joey Porter Jr., right? And so those kind of things – look, I know it's a very narrow lane, and when you go to our site, you're never going to see a box score. There's plenty of people covering that. What we're covering is futures. And so whether it's a Hakeem Butler that's migrating over from the XFL or someone from the CFL or someone from the USFL, you'll get a chance to see that. And some of these other leagues like basketball, they've got professional. Some of these kids are playing professional. I think four of the top eight draft picks in the NBA draft didn't play in college. They played overseas, including the number one guy overall, or they played for some of these elite leagues that are paying kids $100,000 instead of going to college. You know, come with us and we'll go around. We have our own league and, when you turn 18, you pass that first year, you're allowed to get it drafted. Now, all of a sudden, they're doing that. So those guys are getting paid for a trade as opposed to that. And so I think that the USFL and XFL just is another source of places where prospects and futures are going to come from. And that's what we're focusing on for, for folks that care it's about minor the future leagues. of their team. Right. It's basically minor leagues, in which football has right. lacked for years. Mm-hmm. Exactly right, and what they borrowed against the NCAA for all those years, sure. right? And the NCAA are now paying their guys, right? Now you have a lot of branches from Draft Nation: podcasts, videos, written content, etc. Talk a little bit about those. Yeah, so one of the things that I think that we're doing different than the, than the, our competitors out there, uh, and, and I think it's a stark difference, is we've built a draft entertainment platform. So if you look at you know Mel Kiper or Todd McShay or Daniel Jeremiah, very very popular draft. Uh, figures, uh, it, they do a draft. They do a kind of like a top-down approach. They write and they create a big board of all these players, and they'll tell you what's going on. And they they typically are seasonally seen on TV. You'll see them, obviously during the combine. You'll see them during uh, the draft, and then they kind of go away for a while, and they pop up during the season just to talk tangentially about some players. And they're looking at the you know, college ranks and who might come from there. And they have they have a, like a time of year that they become popular. What we want to do is something beyond that. We've built an ecosystem that includes draft entertainment. So not only are we doing guides like they're doing, but we're holding live draft events. We're doing live podcasts at our sponsors. We're, we have a merchandise store where you can go and support your local you know, Draft Nation affiliate. So here in Pittsburgh, it's Draft 412. In Charlotte, it's Draft Carolina. In Indianapolis, it's going to be Draft 317. But we also have these articles that you can read and follow along your favorite teams so that you're always up to date on that. But where this gets in interesting is we have teamed with another local Pittsburgh company. Uh, actually, the guy's an RMU graduate. His name is Jay Rizio. And Jay's the CEO of a company called Melderverse. And Melderverse makes an augmented reality technology. He's partnered with a company called Niantic, which owns Pokemon Go. And he's created virtual draft day cards. So in the same way you collect football and baseball cards, his augmented reality cards will have our prospects on them and you can collect them, you can trade them, you can click on the back and they give you our analysis. And sometimes they'll be redeemable at our uh, our sponsor's location. So if you collect all the draft day cards for football, baseball, basketball, and hockey, you might get a buy one, get one at one of our uh, sponsors or a 50% off somewhere or a $25 gift certificate or whatever it might be. And you could trade these things throughout the year Again, that way it makes it all, it, it basically takes the business in, of drafts, which is becoming so popular, and takes it and stretches it over a 12 month period. And sponsors like that too. It's not a one time hit. And the last thing we're doing, and Claudio, you experienced this straight up uh, a couple of days ago, is we're doing 60 second scouting videos. So they're very digestible, 
videos that you can download onto TikTok or Instagram that'll show you from a scout's eyes what it means to be a zero technique on the defensive line or what does it mean to have fluid hips as a cornerback. And, you know, and we're going to have former players and former scouts and former coaches talk about that. And they're going to be, they're going to be part of, of uh, our, our 60 second scouting videos. We're also going to have two minute drills, which go a little bit deeper uh, into our prospect strength and weaknesses. And then we're going to have sort of a masterclass that we've unofficially called scouting university, uh, you know, which will have, uh, you know, programs on them where you can go and talk to a former coach or you can talk to a current scout or a player and they'll, t they'll teach you something for 30 minutes on a quarterly basis. And the other 30 minutes you could chat with them online. And so, you know, it's a big zoom room where you've got thousands of people that are streaming in to talk to a coach or a scout or all of the above in these quarterly classes. And each of those places are sources of revenue from a business perspective that we can make revenue from people that are subscribing to them. We can also make revenue from people that are sponsoring them to get their name in front of those folks that are coming to the class or downloading the videos. And through Jay's technology, we're able to reward them with points so they can redeem them at our sponsors. And so no one in this business is doing that. And that's where I think we're different from the other folks. I want to kind of jump into that because I know Claudia had mentioned something that when, you, when you're videotaping then, this is a review of the scout or the coach, you know, analyzing a prospect? Or are you viewing the, how, how does this work? Yeah, it does both, right? So the first is through the eyes of a scout. Our 60 second scout videos are exactly that. So I can show you and teach you by looking at this video, what this prospect is doing right and wrong and what I'm seeing in them or what I'm not seeing in them. And so when you're standing around the water cooler at work and you want to know why the Steelers picked Broderick Jones and you hear that he has heavy hands, well, what does that mean, right? Or this player plays in a three technique and that's why he's not going to get drafted by the Steelers. Well, I don't understand what that means. Well, I'm decoding that for you in, this, in these 60-second scouting videos. And then the other side, it is coaching. It's two-minute drill where it's, it's work, what Claudio did for us a couple of days ago where he's literally on a baseball field showing you a player in real time what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. And you as a coach or you as a prospect can learn from Claudio's subject matter expertise on it. Uh, but you can only learn from it if you pay your premium subscription to come onto our site. And it's worth every cent too, brother. To see Claudio? Heck clearly. Yeah. Clearly. It was a <laughs> lot of fun. And there's nothing else like that because, as Joe put it before, I'm going to be looking at it when we first start talking about it, looking at the players through a coach's eyes. And I'm able. I, by the way, my contract came in, Joe. So I'm in for my 19th year. So I'm not a former. But uh, so. Well, uh, I, congratulations, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, and then I will look at him through a scout size, which we're going to do uh, at a studio. Which I really enjoy that. And I know if I was, I'm not just trying to pitch it, but if I was a coach, especially a young coach coming up, and or a player or a dad, this this is what a great idea this is. And so, uh, so it's quasi instructional. For them, like this is this is watch this player. Look what he's doing. This is why it's working. This is why it's not working. Well, yeah, I stopped right. them dead. Like if a guy had a great swing, I froze it. Look, look what he did. You know, uh, right. you know from the things that I teach, and then if he did something wrong, this is why he did it wrong. I'd used some some analogies. This one kid was kind of swinging upward, so I had him flip a ball with his arm upward. And then I had him flip a ball in a line drive. That's the same path as a bat. If you swing up like it's being taught, it's going to go up in the air. If you throw the bat towards the pitcher like I teach, we don't want to go into a lesson now, but you're going to teach line drives. And it's right there. It, 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 
we just show it to you. Right, Joe? Yeah, you know, and there are plenty of people out there that are doing instructional videos. The difference here is we're looking at it through two different lenses. The first that Claudio mentioned is the coaching lens, and this is how you can improve. It's quasi-instructional, uh, but it's also entertainment. You're now looking you're, – you're, you have access to a guy who's been – coaching baseball for longer than some of the people that be watching these videos have been living. I don't want to date you, Claudio, but, it's, you know, let's, let's face it, man. You know, uh, but also he, you're looking at it through the eyes of a scout. This guy's been a scout for 20 years. Like he knows what to look for. And so whether you're a prospect that you want to take your D2 into D1 range or whether you're a coach and you need that extra, you know, I, I like for me, I, I scout, you know, pro football and, and pro hockey. So like, you know, what, what does it mean? You know, what does the Tampa two defense mean? And why are they playing corners defense in the NFL now? What does that mean? Right. And I might not know, or if I can take some level of some nugget of knowledge and wisdom from these classes that I can take back to my middle school or my high school team and teach them, that gives me a competitive advantage. And it also allows me to grow as a coach. And you can do it remotely and, and virtually in that, in that scenario while also learning about what it means to be a scout. Like, what are you looking for? And why does, Scout, why do scouts care about certain things that coaches don't and vice versa, right? So I'll give you an example of that. So a scout looks at a guy like Bryce Young, who was the number one pick in the NFL draft last year. And as a scout, I look at him and I say, this guy's already hit his the maximum potential. Like he's, he's, he played at Alabama. He was competitive in the most competitive league, but he has limitations. You know, he's five foot ten. You know, he does not run fast. And in the NFL, that's going to catch up to him. And so I might downgrade him as a scout, even though he's accurate and even though he has a high football IQ, I think this guy's already hit his potential. But a guy like Anthony Richardson, a, a coach is going to look at and say, I can coach this guy up. This guy's six foot five. He's 240 pounds. He runs a four, three forty. He's only played 10 games at Florida, but he made a big impact there. He might not be the most accurate guy, but that's something I can work with. As a coach, I can coach him up, and maybe in a year or two, I've got Cam Newton. And that's how a coach sees a player. And so, like, I, you know, as, you know scouts look at it about, you know, where you're, they're going to max out and where they're going to go. Coaches see where they can coach him up, right, and, and, and where they might fit into schemes. Like, the Steelers were never going to draft certain players because they play a 3-4 defense. And so even though your favorite player might have been a 4-3 lineman, they're not going to touch him be because they don't play that defense. And schematically, you got to know what these, these, these teams are like. And so sometimes people get disappointed. Go, Why did they pass up on this guy? Well, they don't use a tight end that way. Or that's not the kind of running back that they use. They're, 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 you know, or because you know, they, they have a, you know, a, a, a scheme that allows for zone blocking as opposed to power running. And, and so those are the kind of things you look for. And, and, then you can kind of guess where some of these players are going to go. Now let me ask you, how did they uh, how did they end up turning out? You guys have you obviously yeah we did it Wednesday. Okay, yeah, so it went well. Um, let me ask you this though, uh, you guys uh, speaking of the draft, you guys had a large event not too long ago. We did. We held uh, a draft day event. We rented out Stage Eight uh, and sold it out, and we teamed with the Jerome Bettis the Bus Stops Here Foundation, and uh, the bus was great to work with. Uh, the portion of the proceeds went to, to his foundation. We had a live auction. Uh, we had a silent auction. And we it was a draft day watch party. It was the first round of the draft. Uh, and uh, we literally, we had 13 Steelers there. Uh, Merrill Hodge was our 
uh, guest of honor. Uh, we had uh, Ryan Shazier there, and he he and Charlie Batch and a few others, uh, Steeler greats, had a chance to, you know, kind of address the crowd and talk about their draft day experiences and how it went. And then we analyzed every pick from every team from round from round one. Uh, and the event ran over a little bit. Don't say that too loud. We went a little late because the the draft draft went a little late. But the stage AE people were great to work with, and uh, we had about 33 sponsors for it. It was all you can eat, all you can drink. Uh, just a great time, and uh, you know I can't wait to do it next year. We might have to, unfortunately, we might have to find a bigger venue. Uh, that thing was, we were we were shoehorning them in, but like every seat in that place was taken, and we had a great time. And uh, that's another thing, another aspect of that draft entertainment ecosystem I mentioned earlier, from a business perspective, that helps us drive revenue. Joe, we're going to take a quick break and come back and ask you a few more questions. Uh, but don't forget about our show, Italian Impact Weekly. You can check this out live on Thursdays on WKHB Radio from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And if you miss us there, you can get to the archives on imp- www.italianimpactweekly.com. I came up with the name, and I always butcher I'm that. Telling you. Uh, I did better with Joe the other day. Okay, so also this show, uh, Talking Business and Life with Claudio Rosano and Steve Mancini, you can check us out on crsmmedia.com. Don't forget about my show, Claudio Rosano's show. You can listen to that show on claudiorosano.com. I've had some great guests on, Dick Vermeil, Jerry Cooney, Vinny Pazienza, Roman Gabriel, Al Oliver, uh, Rocky Blyer, Ken Griffey Sr., a bunch of great names, our boxing show the boxing authorities with luther dupree jr and smoking jim fraser check us out at wbc network and uh again on italian impact weekly we've had some great guests we've had vince ferragamo mario andretti and also we're gonna have vince papali on soon so uh, and don't forget about my book lead from the heart up not the neck up how to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office you can get that at Barnes & Noble and Robinson. My book is next to Dave Finoli's, which is an honor. You can also order it from my website at ClaudioRelsano.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon.com, and JohnMelvinPublishing.com. We will be right back with our very special guest, the principal owner of Draft Nation, Mr. Joe Kuklis. Okay, Joe, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what do you want the fans to get out of Draft Nation? First and foremost, I want them to be entertained, right? You know, for me, this is a form of escapism. And people, uh, you know, they work their nine to fives, they own their own businesses, uh, they, you know, they go about their lives and they look to sports as a way to live vicariously through some, you know, of their heroes. The Romans did that, uh, you know, with the gladiators. And, you know, these guys aren't much different. We like our sports because we want to be competitive. We want to represent our cities well. Uh, and it's important. It's ingrained in our culture. And so when they spend their time and money uh, looking to be entertained, we want to be one of their choices for that. And so we want to bring them the hottest news. We want to bring them something that no one else is bringing them in a way that they can digest it daily instead of just, you know, seasonally when the drafts come up. And it's something that will inform them, you know, and I think that that's something that's been been missing from this. I think there's a there's a mysticism and a magic to how and why teams draft but this is a way in this day and age uh that people can follow along get a better sense of where their team is going why they're taking players that they are and be born informed for it and they can they can talk about it and use it in their in their gaming they can use it in their fantasy drafts they can use it around the water cooler i think those are the kind of things that make it fun and and that's really what i want people to do when they visit when they come to one of our live events or they download some of our technology or they read one of our draft guides I want them to be entertained in the same way I am when I'm buying Phil Steele's 
you know, college football guide every year, or I, I, I download my Mel Kuyper guide. You know, those are the kind of things that, you know, I want them to feel that same level of excitement when they, when they come to Draft Nation and hear locally Draft 412. Joe, the thing that I get out of it, and I'm not just saying it either, it's not a bunch of guys horsing around and talking about cleaning the garage and uh, dumb stuff. I mean, it's really that you guys get into everything um, deep and accurately. You give good, pertinent information, accurate and like I think the other day, I, I really enjoyed that, as I said, and I thought we gave different uh, information that you're going to get anywhere out there. It's not the same old, same old, uh, and, and I, I think it's a great, great thing that you have going for sure. Joe, it sounds like you have hockey covered, so I won't apply for that job, but i got to ask, so what's the next step? What's coming down the pike? Yeah, so for me, it's it's really twofold, right? Like we want to grow and add affiliates to Draft Nation around the country. So we, I mentioned earlier that we have an affiliate uh, in draft Carolina, they chose be- because Carolina is a little different. The Hurricanes play in Raleigh, and the Panthers and the Hornets play in, in Charlotte. You can't uh, you-, you can't have an area code there because it's two different area codes. Mm. So they decided to go call themselves Draft Carolina, and they were they were kind of generic with it because there are no professional sports teams in South Carolina. So this allows them to cover Clemson and the Gamecocks as well as you know, Duke and Wake Forest and UNC and NC State all in North Carolina. So they're covering nine teams, six collegiate, three pro, and they also have an MLS team and a, you know, uh, you know, a high ball, uh, you know, uh, what is it, that double A AA or triple A, um, you know, baseball team too. So there's a lot of, a lot of interest in us, a growing area. Uh, and the next place we, it looks like we're going to land is having draft 317, which is in Indianapolis. And that's important to us for another two reasons. The first is we want to get somewhere in the Midwest that gets us closer to Chicago, gets us closer to Minnesota, Green Bay. But we want to drive interest out in other parts of the country. But more importantly, it's the home of the NFL scouting combine. You know, and we want to be where they are all year round because that's that's where they go, right? It's 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 the mecca for all these prospects that are going to go there. And nothing against the NBA, NHL, or uh, or MLB, but you know the NA, the NFL does it right, you know. And there's a real interest in seeing some of these players come out there, and uh, you know they they build the stands. It's not a sellout or anything, but it, you have assigned seats when you get in there, and and uh, you know and media flock from around the country, and you have a chance to meet these guys over a, a week's period, and you get to see them live. Uh, and I think that that's that's sort of the kickoff of our season in many respects like we're we're watching players play in college at that point and now all of a sudden we get to you know kick the tires you know with them in person uh, and i think that's exciting for folks and so we wanted to be there but we're looking to go to other cities you know we want to go where there are you know, it, you know i'm not going to name names but we've got other irons in the fire there and then secondarily you know i think that from a business perspective because i know this is a business radio show um there's an exit strategy here right and like if we grow this in the same way rivals grew or 247 grew or on three is growing there there could be someone out there that won't, would want to buy us and take us national if not international uh to do this stuff in a, in a much greater way where right now we're, we're playing uh the growth game uh but if we, we get the right partners the right strategic partners in here we might be able to do this in the same way i mean rivals did it for a number of years and then sold to yahoo sports and then the same guy created 247 sports and sold that to CBS sports. Like I want to be that, like they picked the lane of high school recruiting. We're, we're in the lane of, of professional drafts where you guys are graduating college and coming from 
minor league systems and you know that's where we want to be because not very many people are there especially in the way that we're there and so i think that from a business perspective we we in a couple of years might be interested uh in talking to some folks that can take us national joe final two things talk about the event next thursday on the 24th and obviously tell everybody where they can tune in and uh, find out more about Draft Nation. Yeah, sure. So we are honored to be doing a fundraiser to benefit the Ryan Chazier Fund. Uh, as everybody knows, you know Ryan uh, started his foundation after he recovered from his uh, his neck and spinal injury, and his fund goes to support people that have had similar injuries, some worse than him, some just like him. Uh, and we're holding it at the City Winery in the Strip District. If you haven't been there yet, it's a really cool place. It's a hot spot. Uh, in the strip, uh, and you, people can buy tickets uh, online. You can go to uh, Eventbrite and find Ryan. Just search for Ryan Sejir Fund, and you'll you'll find a a link to buy your tickets for the event. And it's going to be a lot like our draft day event. Uh, so I hope that you know. I think we're getting close to being sold out. So I don't know what's left on there when you find it, but if you can come on there and buy buy a couple of seats, buy a table, or uh, or even be a sponsor if you've got a business, we'd love to have you. Uh, and people can reach me. I'm real simple to find. Joe at Draft412. I will drive you to my my email. And you can also find me on Facebook and uh, Twitter, X, whatever it's called now, uh, at Joe Draft 412 as well. So pretty easy to find. And, you know, eventually we're going to – we're in the process right now of building out the Draft Nation website, which will be the mothership for all these affiliates to come up underneath in silos. And you'll be able to find all of our affiliates there as well. And if you can tell people where, how to listen to the podcast and uh, connect with you guys, other than just with you. Yeah, so if, if you want, check out Fan First Sports Network, FFSN, uh, and you can download it through Spotify, Pandora. There's about 20 different ways. If, if you listen to your podcast, you can find us for Draft Nation, which is our national show where we have guests from around the country talking about drafts that are important to them and in their region. Or if you want to listen to the Draft 412 podcast, same thing. Just go to Fan First Sports Nation. Uh, there's about 110 different sports-related podcasts within. Uh, we are two of them, uh, and you can find Draft 412 talking about your Steelers, your Pirates, your Penguins, your Nittany Lions, your, your Panthers, and your Mountaineers. Uh, or you can listen to Draft Nation on, on Blog Talk Radio uh, through uh, FFSN uh, every Tuesday night at 9. All right. Well, Joe, again, I've told you numerous times I appreciate you having me be a part of this, and I'll, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and hopefully we do more together, and I wish you all the best with everything. Uh, it's been my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate your time, and, and, and good luck with everything here at RMU. All right. Thanks, Talk Joe. to you soon. Okay, everyone. Right. I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Make sure that you tune in to Draft Nation. A lot of great stuff, and as you said, very entertaining, and um, I know people are going to – Want, want this because they love the draft. They Even hockey draft is picking up. Baseball draft, you know, but but this is the place to go I for think, all of that. And not only that, but I think these drafts have, to his point, they have immediate impacts. They have immediate impacts on their team, whereas yeah, something yeah. like baseball takes years for yeah, those guys to come up in sure. the system. So when you're drafting hockey, maybe you're getting a first or, you know, a lot of those guys go into the minors, but right. there's always one or two of your drafts going to start with your team. Football, you're literally, you know, you're, you're, you're drafting your starting quarterback right. sometimes, and it's like there's no, like, ah, I'm going to send them to the minors. That's what I said before. There's no real minors. There kind of is now, I guess, with the XFL and USFL. Mm. But um, they didn't really have that for a long time 
Whereas hockey's always, you know, there's ECHL, you know, there's right. um, H and all the other, you know, minor affiliates. And then you have European leagues, et cetera, KHL, everything. So you draft somebody, you're probably not going to see them. Maybe you do once in a while if they're a high draft pick or they just something happens in camp and you're like, whoa, we didn't see this. And then, then he's on your roster. But, but like football, it's almost immediate. I think right. even basketball, you know, depending yeah, on it's, yeah. it's pretty immediate. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why those drafts mm -hmm. have such an appeal is because they are just, you know, first of all, you're talking about a popular sport. Mm -hmm. You don't play a lot of games. You know, you miss a couple of games in football and you missed, you know, a, a percentage sure. of the season, right? Where if you miss a couple of baseball games, you're like, eh, what happened Tuesday and Wednesday? I don't know. I'm, I'm caught up on Thursday. Sure. So uh, I, I just think to your point, it's, it's going to be popular. It's going to be around. And this is a great in the network. Yeah. It really is because it's like I told him, it's not joking around and messing around yeah. and talking about things that aren't, this is a draft sports show, and, and, and they give you great information. And, uh, and and I like this business model, too. So, again, this is a business show, right. and uh, he gave a lot of uh, great I, information. And I'll say one, th one thing. It's kind of saturated, but it just proves that if you have a good product, you can still do well in a saturated market. There are a lot of podcasts. There are a lot of people that talk about drafts all the time. Go on NFL Network, go on NHL, go on ESPN. They're always talking draft, 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 draft. Right. And then uh, – you know, not everybody's, you're still just not catching on to that right. extent. You know, there's always a few guys that everybody listens to them. So even in a saturated market, you could still make a difference. Right. All right. Well, yeah, it was a great interview, and uh, we appreciate having Joe on, and we appreciate all of you listening. Please continue to send your great comments and questions to Italian questions, questions, at questions Italian, at Italian Impact. Impact. We know it's weird. We're talking business and life, yeah. but you know what? We've had the questions that uh, Italian We're sending to my show. There you go. 16 at msn.com. Right, I, because we, a lot of people are just comfortable sending it to that email. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, but, uh, you know, we're, just trying we, to keep, we're trying not to screw everybody up and say, no, 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 not that show. You meant this show. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Go to crsmmedia.com. <laughs> All right, we appreciate all of you listening. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Tune in next week for more impactful business and life experiences with Claudio and Steve.